population in Pennsylvania remains at its lowest level in more than 20 years, but the DOC is still responsible for meeting the needs of more than 37,000 men and women. That includes all aspects of health and wellness, including vision. I'm Ryan Tarkowski, and on today's edition of the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole podcast, we'll check in with Tony Rents, the Optical Lab Supervisor for Pennsylvania Correctional Industries at SEI Cambridge Springs, to chat about how the women's facility in Crawford County not only ensures the prison population has access to necessary eyewear, but also teaches in-demand career skills in the process. All right, Tony, can you just start at the beginning and tell us a little bit about the PCI Optical Lab at SEI Cambridge Springs? The um, the PCI lab here at Cambridge Springs, um, well, it starts off with uh, the education department, the education um, that the um, that the inmates get. Um, it's usually a four four month long um, education process where they start off and they learn basic optics. Um, from there, um, once they uh, complete that course and graduate, then they have an opportunity to work for PCI Optical. Uh, in PCI Optical, uh, we uh, further their uh, education, and uh, we we help them uh, fine tune uh, their skills and teach them some new ones as well. They um, uh, each get a opportunity to um, work in different stations with different equipment, and we get them and prepare them for um, employment um, once they're released. And how did this come about? When I think of correctional industries or even broader, uh, the kind of work folks do in state correctional institutions or prisons, I think of like license plates and uh, construction, maybe some food trades or, or uh, um, commercial uh, HVAC, forklift driving, that sort of thing. How did an optical lab land at a prison? Uh, I've been here 15 years, and I believe it started um, like 10 years prior to me being here. Um, and uh, it was just a, um, a question at the time uh, with the institution. They were looking to bring uh, industry into um, the institution here. After doing some studying and talking to people, um, instead of doing the, you know, the norm, you know, laundry and, you know, like you say, license plates and, and um, you know, garments and things like that, uh, someone came up with an idea of actually making eyeglasses. And then they um, uh, looked at other states, um, you know, correctional industries that were doing it, and um, we just they just took off from there. Very nice. And this isn't something that you can just uh, kind of fake your way through. You have to get special skills and certifications, right? What kind of certifications do the inmate workers get? They work towards what's called their um, uh, American Board of Opticianry Certification, or short for ABO. And it's a national um, uh, certification, so it's recognized everywhere. And um, they have to study and um, uh, complete a, uh, you know, it's usually around a 200, 210 uh, question test. And it's based on, uh, you know, not only making glasses, but dispensing, it's uh, anatomy, and it covers a little bit of everything, and so they have to study for this. And then um, once they take the test, and if they're passed, um, they're granted a certification um, that is good for three years. After three years, they will have to 
uh, renew uh, their, their certification. And in the meantime, they have to have at least 12 hours of credit, and it's, on, it's continued education uh, in the field. So this is something that, um, you know, you don't just get and then you keep it, you know, for life. Um, you have to uh, keep up with what's going on in today's world, uh, with today's technology, and um, you, you're, you're tested on it. So it's really setting these folks up for a viable career upon release, correct? Yes, my, yes, uh, especially in Pennsylvania. Um, there is no schools or um, colleges, things like that, that they can actually uh, go to and say, hey, I want to become an optician. What do I got to do? Kind of feeling a, a very important need. And, and as you said, these kind of skills aren't something that you can just kind of pick up here and there. It's really some classroom study. It's hands-on experience. So I don't imagine you get a lot of ladies in your lab that have previous optician experience, correct? You're kind of starting from the ground floor. Yes, yes. Uh, a lot of them uh, may have been in some type of uh, profession like medical or teaching, which may not allow them to go back into that. Uh, but this will uh, give them a new career, new hope. And, um, you know, I tell them no matter where they go, um, if they stay in Pennsylvania, if they leave, um, they can always find a job. So tell me a little bit about the job. So if the, the, the one sentence version is they make eyeglasses at SCI Cambridge Springs, but what really goes into making eyeglasses? I think a lot of people, even folks that wear glasses, might not think of all the work that goes into making them and making them right. Uh, well, first it starts with um, an, an, an eye exam. Uh, the doctor comes in, um, they do a, an eye exam, you know, very similar to uh, what goes on in the private sector. Uh, once the prescription is written, um, uh, the inmate then takes a look at the um, selection of frames, and uh, we help them pick out a selection of frames according to, you know, the size of their face and, and um, their needs. Once that is done, um, an order is placed, and once the order is placed, uh, we receive the order, and then we process it here. And um, uh, we have to follow some strict guidelines as far as tolerances and things like that to make sure that um, when we make a pair of glasses, um, it's exactly what the doctor ordered. And who are you making these glasses for? A second ago, you said inmates, so I assume you're making the glasses for the incarcerated population at SCI Cambridge Springs? Uh, we're doing for SCI Cambridge Springs and for all the um, uh, state uh, facilities in Pennsylvania. We're also working with Salus University uh, out of Philly, and that is the only accredited actual optometry school. Um, so those who want to become a doctor, um, there is a school in Philadelphia that they can attend. We're partnered with them, and they uh, take their students and they go out to um, the community in their area, and they go to schools and they do eye exams for kids there. Once uh, an eye exam is done and a kid uh, is requiring some type of correction, we receive the order and we make two pair of glasses for them. We also work with uh, a nonprofit organization called CVIM, which stands for Community Volunteers in Medicine, though they work with adults, some that may be in shelters or homes or cannot afford a pair of glasses. Uh, we work with them, and uh, they send us orders, and we process them and send them back to them. We can also work with any nonprofit organizations, you know, done things for um, 
you know, state police and firefighters. Um, we've also uh, worked with institutions with like their 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 CERT and FERT um, uh, departments, uh, making you know glasses you know that fit inside of masks, so that if they had to go, for example, into a fire or or if uh, you know CERT had to you know go in and break up a fight or something, um, they have protective eyewear on. So because you are correctional industries, you're kind of restricted. You can you can create product for local, state, municipal governments and other nonprofit organizations, right? You're not selling to the public sector. Correct. Yes, that is correct. But with 30,000-some incarcerated people in our state system, you're feeling uh, quite a need, correct? How many glasses do you make in a, a month, a year? Uh, what's your output like? In a year, we're averaging around 14,000 pair. And how many workers are are responsible for that output? At the current right now, I have 24. So tell us a little about your optical lab. You've got the 24 ladies that are are working in there. What is the equipment like? What is it like you would see at a a glasses factory out on the street? I don't even know. Do they make glasses in factories uh, typically? How does that work? How do you compare to what's out there on the uh, outside? We're very um, competitive. We're, we're uh, the equipment that that we have here. Um, if you're in the private sector, you would see the same equipment. Uh, we make sure here that we have equipment that is the same or very similar, so that when um, uh, the workers here, you know, are learning, uh, they're learning on equipment that they're going to see once they leave here. We have a full what's called um, uh, lab, uh, which has a surfacing side. And the servicing side is actually where we actually take a lens and we grind the prescription into that lens. Uh, once that's done and complete, then it goes to our finishing department. And our finishing department will uh, then take that lens with that uh, RX in it, and then we would cut it down and fit it into the frames. The frames that were chosen by the customer, right? Correct, yes. Very cool. You met, uh, we're talking with Tony Rents, the Optical Lab Supervisor uh, for Pennsylvania Correctional Industries at SCI Cambridge Springs. You mentioned the partnership with Salus University. Uh, it was just about a year ago. We were out in the southeast part of the state. We launched this uh, partnership with the university and their program to help underserved communities in their neck of the woods. How's that been going? What's been the feedback over the past year, and, and what are the net plans for what comes next? The, the partnership has been um, nothing but wonderful. We've, we've made uh, numerous pairs of glasses uh, for kids um, in that area. Since then, um, uh, there's been a few other uh, agencies that have contacted them because uh, they heard about the program. Um, and we're currently working on several different other accounts that we can service them in their, uh, in their area. We have some that... Uh, that are looking to uh, expand their their kid program that they currently have, um, and we have some that still wants to work with um, the adults in their area. You know, some of the women's shelters, uh, homeless shelters, things like that. And how does that make your workers feel? The the ladies that are incarcerated today, but they're making these very necessary products. Uh, for people that maybe not be able to afford them otherwise. What's been your feedback from from your crew? It's really hit home with them. A lot of them, prior to coming, you know, into the um, institution setting, um, a lot of them were um, at these women's shelters. They were at these homeless shelters. A lot of them have kids, and they couldn't afford to um, supply them with the necessary, you know, glasses that they needed for school. 
So uh, this program is it's it's meaningful to them. It, it's it's really rewarding. Do you have any uh, success stories of a lady that that got their certification at SCI Cambridge Springs and then went into the uh, community upon release and and landed a good a good job? Uh, yes, actually, the latest has been about a month ago. Uh, we had someone that um, has been with me for about seven years. She left and went to a um, community center. Within 10 days after being released and in the community center, she was offered three, uh, three jobs out in the community. Um, she chose um, a job uh, with a company called America's Best. Uh, she's been working with them. Uh, within uh, a month after starting employment with them, she ended up being their top seller. The company is so um, uh, amazed about the education and the knowledge that um, she provides that um, I've been contacted by um, the company itself, and we're working on getting uh, some of the people here when they get released uh, to be able to go and apply various jobs across Pennsylvania and uh, the neighbor, neighboring states. That's so awesome. Now, Tony, there's a couple things that I, I picked up on. You you tossed it away as a throwaway line earlier that you've been uh, with the optical lab at SCI Cambridge Springs for 15 years, and then you just mentioned somebody uh, seven years. So what keeps you coming back day after day? 15 years is a long time. Yes, yes. Um, it's doing a good service. It, it's, I, you know, we're, you know, here at Cambridge Springs, um, you know, we're, we're changing lives. The racism rate is very low for those who leave after uh, being in this program. Uh, we have people out there that, um, you know, it's good to know. They, they call back and say, hey, I got my first apartment. Um, you know, I got my first car. Um, I'm taking my very first vacation. So, you know, we're not only just helping them, but we're helping everyone that's involved with them. It could be a, uh, you know, a spouse, could be children. So we're not only just helping them, we're helping the whole family, the whole community. Right, because as we always say, the people that are released from a state prison today are going to be your neighbors tomorrow, right? Correct, exactly. What are the, what's next for the optical lab at SEI Cambridge Springs? What are you looking forward to? Well, we're looking to serve as many um, uh, people as possible, uh, especially kids. Um, that seems to be our 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 goal there. Uh, we're hoping one day that we can um, maybe service the whole state of Pennsylvania as far as you know those kids that uh, you know maybe on a blue chip or a, a welfare type um, insurance or situation. And we're hoping that we can expand. Um, and with expansion, um, I will be able to um, uh, expand the lab here. I'll be able to have more uh, inmates working, uh, which then will will equate to, when they do leave, more people out in the community working. And it's a need that's not going away, right? Uh, the the no. You've been in the game for a long time. The eyeglass technology, or I guess the... Uh, uh, you know, you see the lasers or the LASIK or, or, you know, you think maybe someday we won't have a need for eyeglasses, but that's not anytime soon, is it? No, 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 it hasn't slowed up at all. Uh, if anything, it, it has increased. Uh, more and more people are realizing the, the importance of having corrective eyewear. Some go to as far as um, having multiple pairs. Um, they're getting them for, you know, sports, or they're they're getting a second pair to to have at home and one at work, or you know, just for fashion itself. Now, since I've got an expert on the line with me, I have to know: Does sitting clo too close to the TV is that really going to ruin my eyes? Uh, yes, 
<laughs> um, you know, there should be a good distance back. Um, you know, uh, my mom was right. And, I'm going to tell her. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's one sign there that if you're sitting kind of close to the TV, um, you may need to get your eyes examined. Well, I I think uh, these days it's probably not the uh, sitting too close to the TV that I need to worry about. It's probably staring at my little phone screen for hours on end. <laughs> yeah, and there's even there's even glasses um, and lenses um, for that that protect you from that that constant glare or the the brightness that you see from that. Tony Rents, Optical Lab Supervisor at Pennsylvania Correctional Industries at SCI Cambridge Springs. Thanks again for your time today. All right, thank you. Thanks again to Tony Rents from Pennsylvania Correctional Industries. You can see videos from the Optical Lab at SCI Cambridge Springs and learn more about the partnership with Salus University on our social media channels at Corrections PA on Facebook and Twitter. On behalf of executive producer Kurt Bope, thank you for listening to the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole podcast. Until next time. 